I mean, I understand how y'all feel, and I get it, but I need y'all to understand how y'all making me feel. Energy that y'all came in here with, I know firsthand what it feels like to be in the bottom. And when she came in here, we praised her. When she came in here, we praised her. When y'all came in here, it was about y'all. Well, we were already Hold on. Here. We were already hold on. Here. I don't, hold on. Don't do that, Roger. Let me, let me get mine. Just two minutes of bitch finally. I don't know what it feels like to win. That was a first for me. So please understand where I'm coming from. Can we do a cheers for Trinity? Congratulations, Trinity. TKB. Congratulations. It was well deserved. Thank you. Look, let me tell you, I am a sensitive soul. If anybody know me, I am easily frazzled. But it's also not a bad thing. I ain't apologizing. Let me feel my emotions. I need y'all to understand that because you're in the bottom, it does not make you a bottom bitch. It does not mean that your drag doesn't suffice. It does not mean that you are not sickening. Do not let this competition break you. Period. Come on, Jen, let's go talk. Honey, oh, Auntie Trinity just read us all down. Somebody got to? Shit. Emotional creature. Mary, can we do a cheers for Trinity? Just, you know, could I just raise this absolute and cranberry just real quick? Uh, for Trinity Taylor, folks. <laughs> Winner of All Stars 4. You know? Oh, Is that what we're talking God. about? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> You know, I'll, uh, I'll say a voice of reason on Twitter. Oh, God, no. Um, you know, TKB finally getting a win. I I think I'm really happy that they had this moment, this moment where Trinity, because they kind of edited, you know, with Raja's kind of face crack to kind of be this like, whoa, drama queen, what's she saying? But she's. She's totally right. She's totally right here. It's fine for her to express this. I'm glad she expressed this. And then just the way that she broke it down, being a sensitive soul, and how that's totally fine, and that she's allowed to feel this way. Uh, it was, God, it was, I got so much from Trinity K. Bonet this episode that I needed. I mean, I, you know, I have always, you know, Long-time listeners of the podcast know, like, she is your, uh, she's the ace in your pocket. She's the Barbie doll on your shelf. She's two Barbie dolls on your shelf. Uh, she's the cream in my she's coffee. She's the cream yeah. in your coffee. And I have always agreed. I'm like, yeah, hello, 7-Eleven legs. But boy, yes. this week, we've talked about, like, the adult in the room. This is the, mm. like, sensitive soul in the room. And I'm not sure mm. who else that's been in other seasons, but it is so refreshing i'm like if trinity isn't our narrator this season it is to our detriment because she is it's it's just like such a refreshingly real energy like i don't think she's bullshitting i don't think she's being ridiculous i don't think she's being fake um she's not performing no. you know it yeah. really feels like she's uh just arrived and the time away from drag race i don't know if uh, People who have followed her on social media see like the journey, but she has come to this place and it's a good place. Uh, you know, switching from being the sensitive soul in the room to then being the anti-Trinity that 
takes care of the other sensitive souls in the room. When she said emotional creature, that's the merch, Mary. Mm -hmm. That is the merch. It's Trinity's face, emotional creature. I will buy it on every piece of fabric that she could sell me. I mean, that is, to me, that is the... Uh, dare I say the post-pandemic tank top. You know what I mean? Ah. Like, let me just announce this right here, right now, but in a tank top form because I'm not a monster. <laughs> you know? Let me let you know everything up front. And, uh, yeah, emotional creature. And even if it just said that, you know? Uh, yeah, it, just It's that. kind of like how mm -hmm. people have on their, like, you know, uh, I'm a support dog. You know what I mean? Like, I just like it. They have the, the little... <laughs> the little thing on yeah you don't know, with pet little me plus sign. You know? yes yeah. don't pet me i'm a sport dog yeah pet me i'm an emotional exactly yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> initiate conversation with me but be gentle about it and don't be too probing until i know what you're like i'm an emotional creature yeah allow me to perhaps have the wrong response at first but then apologize for it you know two seconds later. right it's like it's a lot to fit on a tank top but i got the time if you got the dime you know well, emotional creature and then having like a TKB, you know, kind of off to the side. I yeah. just like that's what I see. I see it as um, uh, there's another shirt that's like it, like enlightened human or, you oh, know, something like that. There's you one know? that's awful that I think <clears throat> we are not doing an homage of when we say this has nothing to do with spiritual gangster. I just want, oh, no, I no, want no, to make no, sure no, there's no, no alignment no. there. Those stars do not align. I think spiritual gangster is garbage mama. But just, no, emotional creature is queer as fuck, and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's more of where we're talking about here. So, um, so yeah, come on, TKB. Otherwise, we're gonna take the idea. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I God, I the the, the editors ha are really giving us a lot you know you're at once I'm a little nervous like at, at the edit I'm like what are they trying to say but I think it's overall very positive I think they are showing something that's very real and important and it's not like a shady edit at all this is who she is and it's good and I feel like it's you know it's coming off more positive than not right because I there is that moment of like Raja doing that kind of like side eye mm. that you know it sort of feels like oh this is telling us what we're supposed to feel about this moment but right but it it didn't make sense to me because i was like and i and again understandably we are you know very uh, subjective when it comes to trinity k bonet <laughs> but i can step back and look at it and go oh yeah maybe this is why we're they're telling us that but i was like she's totally right in this moment this this is not this is not the All-Star 6 variation of this is my moment. You know what I mean? Like that's right. not how this is coming right. off, you know. Um, right. Well, and 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 for and it what it's coming off as is Trinity's like, "Hey, like I need this right now. Can you give this to me?" I just love that. I I think that's important that she spoke up. And also, Raja's face crack turned into, "Can we do a cheers for Trinity?" You know, well, Raja yeah then went there you know she was like no let's yeah let's help aunt trinity out you know she's had a rough go she's been divorced twice of course and raja of course is also doing you know operation redemption o'hara you know like mm -hmm. she's also trying to work her way back into the family so it's like all right let's sure. you know <laughs> yeah let's all help aunt trinity out you know 
Um, yeah. Because Cousin yeah. Raja has her own storied past. You know what I mean? So Totally. She's been there. She knows yep. it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm, I'm here for it. And then, you know, that energy, that anti-Trinity energy. I mean, you see it a lot in the confessionals, but you saw it even when she was talking to Ginger. Like, do you feel like a bottom? Then change your energy to real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that is what Trinity is becoming. She's she's taken some pages from Bianca Del Rio's playbook back in season six. Uh, you know, you have to remember, like, Trinity praised Bianca back in season six for kind of taking her under her wing and um, and making sure and seeing the sensitive soul that Trinity was. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting Bianca. I'm getting Ayanla Van Zant. I think at some point. Something something in this workroom is not going to be allowed to happen on Trinity K. Bonet's watch. Mm, yes, that's right. She's gonna smack her hand on that on that pink table. Uh yeah, Pandora's gonna be like, God, you know, I'm just not I'm not making it. I'm not making it. You know, right. maybe I should just leave and then Trinity not on oh. my watch. With that hat and those glasses. Right, yeah. right. And then someone's like down the makeup table going, who's smacking the table while I'm using liquids? You know? <laughs> oh. I just, I, the, the journey that I think Trinity is going to go on, I hope, and again, this is from like a diehard TKB fan, but like, I just hope that it continues at this level. I still don't think <clears throat> she's going to win. There's, there's still something about, the other energies in the room that are not coming through yet. That makes me think we're getting a lot of Trinity for right reasons, right? As a narrator, but the narrator often doesn't get to the end. No. And that's, I mean, at the very least, if we get, I don't know, I, cause honestly, this episode, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was too afraid to even think about this, but now that we're a few episodes in and she's going to win under her belt and some, great you know talking heads is like could we be getting a long game of trinity which point being even if she doesn't make it to the end if she gets to top five top six and, and is our narrator up to that point that is still so much more than i was expecting That's a huge win. it's a huge yes. win exactly it's a huge yes. win and like and yes. to have these moments to have like these like workroom speeches and like and by the way the addition of that like broad church orange jacket that she's got wrapped around her. I was like, and you've got that. And you're Olivia Coleman finding a body on the beach. I just <laughs> Oh my Well well and 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 oh well because we can certainly have a workroom uh wardrobe discussion because I don't know if you notice what Trinity's been wearing in the workroom. Like she is she's giving me Shea Coulee dress yes. in the nines energy. Yes. Yes she absolutely uh, that studded jacket mm-hmm, that she wore. Mm-hmm. She has the hat and the glasses. It's this. She's just got this look down, and I love her, her, her. You know, spectacles that she wears. The gold spectacles uh, in the confessionals. Oh, I mean that character. That that mm. confessionals character. I haven't, you know, I haven't figured it out. I haven't figured out what teacher she is yet. But I. Um, I don't know, you know, she, she's like she's a she's floater like a, right now. <laughs> right, well, she's like a uh, like a consultant for the school. You know, there there is something of a superintendent or principal energy. Mm. I like the idea that she's like a consultant who comes from some institute and is there to kind of 
you know, determine, I don't know, how the school is doing with new math or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. Oh, sure. Someone, yeah. No, yeah. she's like a she's a regional consultant yeah. for, uh, you know, the math departments uh, yeah. in that in that region. She shows yeah. up in that hat and those sunglasses yeah. and those heels. Yeah. She's like, excuse she's, me. She- <laughs> I'm Trinity K. Bonet. She's got a clipboard. Yeah. I'm Trinity K. Bonet. She sits in the back in, you know, mm-hmm. obviously in a, in a student's desk. Yeah. Uh, but she's used to it. She's fine with it. And she's got the long coat on. She, you know, she doesn't take off the coat. No. She just sits back there. Yeah. The kids all see her and, you know, the kids, are, they, they just, they pretend she's just a statue in the room. Yeah, pay no mind. They don't know what to do with that energy. Yeah. But then some of the kids are getting one-on-ones with Miss Bonet. And that's those, when she sits mm. down, she's like... So do you feel like a bottom? And also, like, when is that going to become the new gay meme? Do you feel like a bottom? <laughs> right, right. Do you feel like a bottom? Yeah. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, today I do. Well, today, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, since we're praising Trinity, I mean, we could talk about the the challenge when we talk about the challenge. But I do want to go right to the topic at hand the, the the what's on everybody's lips this week oh my goodness which is which is the satisfying entrance of Laganjo Stranja and then this lip sync it was you know Mary's we we have not done anything ceremonious about it but we've just surpassed our five-year anniversary here at All Right Mary oh. Thank you. And, you know, we did not. Pl- good job, yeah, Mary. Good job, Mary. High five from across the country. But we uh, we did not plan anything. Maybe we should have. But, you know, uh, I'm still on retirement brain. And so uh, and you've been melting in a, you know, air fryer on the West Coast. And so uh, <laughs> I think to kind of, you know, and some sometimes you get to five years. You're like, I don't want to do the whole shebang. Let's just, you know, order a movie on pay-per-view and get Thai food, you know. So mm. instead of throwing a whole anniversary celebration, we just decided to get this amazing lip sync from Laganja Estranja um, against Trinity K. Bonet. I mean, I can't think of a better way to celebrate five years of this podcast than this than this lip sync. Well, and it's also so full circle, right? Because we we talked about season six very early. We talk about Laganja a lot, yep. and and that moment. We talk about TKB a lot in that moment. Um, <clears throat> we also got a Dua Lipa song, which Mary, I love I, this song. Uh, I love this I song. Fucking love this song. This song has so much for a lip sync, which I think is really great. Um, but we also got a little bit of camp from the judging panel. <laughs> Oh, um, Michelle, Ross, Tia, <laughs> Ross, Tia, Tia, what's going on? What's going on? on? Tia's like, if anybody doesn't know, it's me, RuPaul. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, if anybody knows more than me, it's you, girl. <laughs> what's the Tia? <laughs> well, she, <laughs> I forgot it was Tia. I thought it was Tamara for most of the episode. I thought, and I was like, did Rue call her Tia? By like that would be the height of camp if it was Tamara the whole episode and she said Tia and they left it in. But unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, no, it's it is Tia. Tia. It's Tia. Yeah. Um, but yo, Michelle, did you pay the light bill? And then that whole bit that they went back. Oh, well, I'll get up there and do it. I'll do it. Right. Okay, you get up there. I'll do it. Uh, you know, it's a little eye rolly, but on second watch, it's just charming. It's just charming. Yeah, it's you know, I I feel like all of it, all of it serves to just give Laganja this like great entrance and this great moment that mm. all of like. 
she does not need to ever be on a season of All Stars. She has done everything. This is incredible. She has done everything a season of All Stars would do for a queen in one lip sync. Oh, well said, Mary. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, she has done that. And I'm so proud to see it. Oh. So proud to see it. And like, I just, and I kept, like, I mean, so many things. I just kept thinking, like, what, what a delight to see you back. What a refreshingly different energy. What a pretty little girl. I mean, just like, I was like, you are just so cute. Laganja, you are so cute. I just. Oh, I know. So I know. Cute. It, it's, it, her journey into, you know, being a trans woman and coming out and just from from that scared little girl we saw in season six, right, to this woman. This woman, this, like, confident lady. This woman. This woman. I mean, she got through. Yeah, she is. She is the, she is uh, the, just, like, such a, a redemption story that, that, was that had nothing to do with track race you know what i mean like i and and so unexpected how do you come back yeah from that edit in season six right how do you come back from that meltdown that very public meltdown that is still haunting her in many ways in the fandom mm -hmm. you know yeah wow and now she has this girl iconic amazing i like i mean it's and and what a gift because it was, she was obviously so great and I know we're gonna go into great detail but like and then for her to have this lip sync against Trinity, I mean for the audience it's like we're all Jan in that moment of we, like oh I said Jan is us Jan is us yes, Jan is us yeah. an important voice during mm -hmm. this moment because yes. I cannot believe not only did Laganja come back but it was against Trinity and they were both mm. amazing. Ah. Ah. And I know you have a lot of thoughts, I, yes, and I know I Mary's I do. are probably more keen to hear yours than mine on this. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. Well, and I'm not, not I'm true. not fronted not by that. on my watch. But I, I respect that this is probably a big, this was, all of this, I thought this is probably a big moment. I, I want to talk about, like, when they told her she was a winner, because that was a big moment, of, of the mm. challenge, because that was also a big moment. Uh, but, like, oh, I, I assumed all of this was... Uh, a, a a uh holding your clutching your pearls and holding your breath kind of kind of experience i was so so happy so relieved cuz you know the first two episodes i was i mean maybe not the second one but the first episode for sure mary i was like what yeah what are they what are they doing it was like oh shit. to my queen <laughs> shit sit down sit down yeah, shit sit down shit. sit down sit down sit down shit <laughs> emotional creature yeah shit <laughs> Um, so this lip sync, I, Mary, TKB is stunning. Oh. The first verse with the hit on beat one, when she squats down, mm -hmm. she like turns mm -hmm. and squats mm -hmm. all the way through the slow walk forward oh. on, don't you agree? Don't you agree? Cause at that point, Mary, this lip sync was going to TKB. I hope you agree. Oh, well, don't you agree? <laughs> Um, yeah, let's get physical, girl. I, uh, this was, and I read an interview that she did, you know, with Entertainment Weekly, uh, where she was like, I don't, I don't plan anything. She's like, 
Trinity just mm. comes like I just it basically uh, watching Trinity lip sync is like watching Lisa Kudrow play Valerie Cherish. You're just watching somebody channel something. And I know that sounds hoity toity, but that's they've both talked about it the same way that it's like uh, I just kind of let her come through, you know? Oh, my God. It's it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. Especially in her, in her face. It's so gay. It's a different energy. Like, I don't know. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain that. Like when you're a little boy lip syncing, like you be, you just become Eponine and singing on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you don't know how to do those emotional highs and lows, but for whatever reason, it comes through. And I, I just, I totally hear that. I totally see that in her performances. Yeah, of course she doesn't plan it. She's just, it's just it, that there, there's that beast that takes over. Yeah, and it's so beautiful. She's gem in the holograms, and that, and, you know. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, oh yeah, yeah. She's a wet Showtime gremlin. Trinity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Showtime Trinity um, for sure. But anyway, that um, at the beginning, she, that's where I saw that kind of like the reason I bring that up. That that, uh, that first like walking forward thing. I was like, oh, mm. uh, Trinity has entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, the energy in her face. She wasn't doing as much as Laganja, and I all the energy was with Trinity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Uh, it was just so amazing to see how she just sucked all of the energy into her face and her body and wasn't doing as much as Ganja was doing. Because Ganja was like, you know, she was kind of going for it. She was doing a move on every single word and whatever. Yeah. Um, she had and five then, minutes on this yeah. season to to do everything. Yeah. Right. So the Diamond Rich verse, Ganja has that arm and leg choreography on almost every beat. You're kind of like, oh, okay, Ganja. Okay, wow. And then we have Trinity on the second, don't you agree? She points. Fingers of Drag Race mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Did you ca- did you clock yes. it? You clocked uh-huh. it. Uh, and, and one of her Marys sent okay. us a gif of it, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm glad the gif exists. Um, and then who needs to sleep when I got you next to me? Ganja is upside down, back bending, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. This is when this is when Ganja pulled ahead, uh-huh. and I was like, "What's Trinity gonna do here?" Because let's just get this out of the way. This lip sync, this lip sync is a is designed for Laganja and acrobatics. I, yeah, I mean, all of the everything was designed. I mean, there are those lip syncs. Throughout all of the fran, you know, all of the seasons where you're like, oh my god, this was designed for this queen to win this lip sync, and and it felt like, you know, all of the cards in some ways were stacked for a Laganja kind of performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. TKB needs like a mood, a soul, a swagger, uh-huh. like a sexual energy. Uh-huh. I mean, she can do intense. Like she would be. It would be like Kennedy versus Trinity doing Green Light oh. by Lord. Oh my goodness! Could you imagine? No, I, <laughs> my car would just veer right off the cliff. Yeah, I would just yeah. My my engine uh, would stall. Yeah. I mean, and not to say, I mean, she did vibology. TKB can do high energy and like a lot of movement. Like, not to say, but uh, going against Laganja with acrobatics. I mean, of course, Laganja took this win. But let it be known that TKB still slayed. And I, you know, I, I still want, I want to break down the lip sync for Laganja's sake. But uh, like this man, it, it, from, from, the, from the drop of the chorus, it became Laganja's stage. I, I agree. I feel like that was sort of the narrative purpose of this part of the episode and this part of the season mm-hmm. was like, here is, you know, Laganja 2.0. It's, 
I'll and again understanding like a very subjective point of view. Jesus Christ, did did Trinity empty the tank anyway? And she said, she said in this interview, she's like, the moment I saw it was Laganja. She's like, I'm not winning this. I'm not a stunt queen. Yeah. She was, so right. she knew this. She's like, I'm not gonna win this. So I'm just gonna have a good time and I'm gonna put on a good show. Oh. And and she did. She yes. did because she was giving me. I whatever what she was doing over there. Meanwhile, you know, mm. um, mm-hmm. what that hoe over there right. was doing was <laughs> st- was still so good, and she took up the whole goddamn stage. I mean, it was still so good, you know. So the 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 way that I'll break it down is that when it got faster and Trinity began to get into her body, uh-huh. she lost a little bit in her face, and Ganja somehow was able to gain intensity in her face when the energy picked up, which I think was an interesting kind of turn of the coin because normally, you know, you kind of forget about your face when it's a lot of movements, but Ganja was able to just embody it even more, which I think is just an interesting nuance to this lip sync because you don't expect that. And and it was unexpected that Laganja took the intensity not just from the movements but from her face uh and i think trinity you know because of all the movements lost that um trinity was doing that modern jazz type of movement behind laganja uh-huh. uh she was she was getting physical with it right but you can't compete with ganja throwing her skirt at silky oh. doing a jump spin into a death drop girl i mean to get such a great lip sync and then to get the 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 jacket <laughs> flying into Silky's face. Like, I, I watched that over and over. Silky didn't see it coming at all. I was like, the poor, I mean, they are, you know, th- this this was Silky, you know, this was Silky's dancer in the dark. It was like one hit after the other, you know? Um, Not dancer in the dark! Like, no. Silky, your glasses, you know? <laughs> Akira putting her glasses on Silky before she's eliminated. Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't! No, I can't think about know, that movie so right dark. now. <laughs> it's so dancer in the dark. Yeah. Oh god! A sweet Clementine, as Bjork would say. Yeah. Um, uh. A new world to see. Uh, so I. Oh my god! I'm gonna go into dance in the dark mode, Mary. No. Don't get I me know, started. I know. Don't even get me started. Um, why are you not in school? Um, so. <laughs> Um, so TKB had the backward sweep of the floor, right? Which made RuPaul laugh. Was that when she, she was that. sliding along back? Yes, oh, yes, I, yes. I, anytime a queen does that, but she, it was great. I loved that. And that was where I have to say, like, Trinity had a balance of, like, it was in the face, it was in the body. I felt like she mm-hmm. was very present. Um, and she had to like scoot around Ganja while she did it, so she was also like <laughs> navigating a little it. Tugboat. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, a little, little tugboat. tugboat. Yeah, she had to kind of work her way through the canal, you know. Um, I so here's the thing: TKB brought out the fan after Laganja like totally strips down on the breakdown yep, of the chorus. Yep. I gotta say, it would have been man that reveal would have been amazing, but the fan should have been bigger and not. Like black. I agree. It got lost. I didn't. The first time I watched the lip sync, I was like, I don't know. She's got like a wand. What is she holding? Yeah. 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 It's like she's right, taking right. temperatures. I guess they got to do COVID checks. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, but if it became like fanography, girl, like it, uh, I would have been like, you're both winning this. When So my favorite part, and I obviously 
TKP's first verse is my favorite part. But the, my favorite part is after TKP gets them clapping is a Kyria clapping. Oh, along. yes. Oh, then then Kyria is all of us. Jan and Akiria are all of us. Like this unexpected, like Kyria's like having a good time, She's a you know? Great She's like, time. oh my God, this is great. She's like, I'm yeah. going to be going home, but like, what a journey, you know? <laughs> Um, oh, and the way, like when when Trinity's got everyone clapping, I can't describe it well, but her just the her body language, like her knees are kind of bent, like she's she's stepping mm. into it. You know what I mean? Like she is mm-hmm. she is leading the congregation at that moment. Yes, and it's yes that was, and I wish I saw we got to see a little bit more of it because it was like, oh, Trinity, I you th- you look like you're having a really really fun time right now. <laughs> she she was making it a drag show, yeah. you know. She was making it a show, yeah. which I appreciate. Um, we got another amazing drop from Ganja, and then she does this kick up to her knees, uh-huh. and then does that like cat pose with her ass in the air, and then rolls over and does a hip thrust. Now that is the gif. Of the there was that so she far. like flipped like she she like slinkied herself. Yes, it was it was it was nuts. It was just bananas. Yes, I yes. Uh, if 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 there's one gif right, it's going to be Laganja jumping from there and doing that jump split right. Obviously in her entrance, entrance but then yeah. this this movement. Oh my god. Though, oh my god. Though can I just say there was a part of me. That was wondering, just as we mentioned the entrance, I was wondering if she was going to do the Tandiamon Supreme, uh, Dupree uh, entrance from the from the ceiling. Like I was thinking it was going to be a drop. It was very close it was to very it. Close. It was very was close. Very like, close to it. If you do that, I, uh, I it's over. Like Trinity might as well sit down and just fan herself with the fan, you know? Um, I did love Trinity saying like that stunt doesn't count. Right, right. <laughs> Trinity already knowing that she was not going to win yes. this lip sync. Yeah. Uh. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. And when it ended, I love that RuPaul was like both of you, like just giving Trinity the credit mm-hmm. that she deserved because I think everybody in that room knew, oh, Lagange is winning this. But for RuPaul to be like. Well, wait a second. Trinity almost won this. Well, RuPaul was like, damn, damn. Damn, like that was Damn. <laughs> that was great. I uh and I thought that was genuine. I think RuPaul genuinely enjoyed that. It didn't feel like a canned moment. It wasn't mm. like what you two just did made herstory. It wasn't like one of those like moments no, for the right. for the for the extended promo at the beginning of the season. It, that was like I you couldn't deny, like that was a great show. Yeah, oh absolutely. I think and God, to be Tia. To be Tia in that moment, like, what uh, did I just join? What I got to be on this episode, right? Oh my god! Meanwhile, like Tamara's at home and her snuggie, like, what the fuck? My sister gets everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now my sister is yeah. dead. <laughs> oh God, hereditary Mary. Oh no, I am your mother. Yeah. No, call me mother. So, um, and just to kind of like finish this little segment off. I do want to talk about another moment, another camp after Ganja reveals Silky's lipstick, lipstick RuPaul and her gasp. Oh yeah. This, that, that, that's like, (sighs) what is this? What was this? This is like when the wide part of the butt plug is coming out of your ass. That's what this is. (laughs) (sighs) That's what this is. You know, the wide part, and then the rest is just, you know, yeah, it's just soupy sails all the way, all the way out, you know? 
it's like when you're getting waxed and it's yeah. yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, like that was close to the ring, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mary. Yes. So this gasp, uh, I think there's a, a really kind of unfortunate meme going around being like, oh, it was RuPaul's, you know, reaction to when it wasn't Jan, um, which I'm just like, oh, stop picking on Jan. She's all of us. Leave her alone. Right. I mean, you know, uh, now let's talk about Dogville, you know, when it comes to Jan. Oh, for sure. For sure. People are. Oh, God, that poor girl. She's so fucking talented. Anyway, um, I, I just, you know, I know memes are memes. And, like, Jan, of course, is a meme queen. She can fucking handle it. Right. You know? but, like, yeah. But, I th- and I think she's the kind of person to just, like, lean into it. Because, like, yeah. she's, but, yeah. But bring this gasp somewhere else. Like, there's so many other places to bring this gasp. Uh, you know, uh, you could even bring it back to season six. <gasps> gasp, right? And then cut to RuPaul. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm just this. <laughs> this was a I don't know. It'll be a, an interesting kind of Easter egg to remember this gas yeah. by RuPaul because we've seen we've seen these reactions before. She's had these on All Stars. I think it was when Manila went home. Who was there? There was one where she was just like, she, yeah, I, I, maybe when Valentina went home. Mm, There's one where RuPaul yes. is like, <gasps> like she she's really, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like the wide part of the plug going in. Like she's, she has yeah, one of those right, moments. Right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, breathe out. Yeah. Breathe out. Yeah. Yes. Push out while I'm pushing in, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I love the the weird like Queen's accent. I know. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my name is Gwen, and I'm here to wash your vagina. I'm here to plug your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe in while I'm or breathe push, push out while yeah. I'm pushing in. Yeah. Push out while I'm pushing in, honey. <laughs> it's your hydrocolonic therapy. It is. It pretty, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'm on the second floor of an old office building in Jackson Heights or Elmhurst. Lift your left cheek up, please, yeah. sweetie. Yeah. yeah. You'll want to come to the medical center in flushing. Uh, no pun intended. Run. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh. Uh, uh, so anyway, this this was a, a a really great ending to an episode that I think was also very um, successful in terms of challenges. I forgot um, there but, was the rest of the episode. No, I know, I know. That's this has been the moment, Mary. It's almost like, oh yeah, the challenges, but uh, because this just and even the runway, right? Because at this point, at this point, like th- uh, that's what I love about a drag race episode that's successful. It reminds me of uh, a Thailand episode. It's Mm -hmm. a journey. There's so much in there in that hour. Yeah. And it's edited so well to have a lot of very impactful moments because we, we had some great workroom moments. Like uh, we had really, really good kind of backstage moments. This was a really positive episode and I'm glad that we got here because after episode one, right, I, I think like I'm, I think I mentioned this last week, but like after episode one and two, I was like, oh good, I'm glad they released two after one mm-hmm. because one was a little, it was like, oh God, these talents are all just them lip syncing, right? Um, but I can't I, even remember episode one now. I feel like... Raja doing the minute challenge of making that dress and then didn't win, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. I mean, I think that you know, every once in a while, sometimes you know, you gotta you gotta crank the engine a few times. And I really feel like by this episode, I think 
I think the season, it felt to me like, oh, we've, the engine has turned over. We found the road. We found some interesting narratives. I mean, obviously we haven't talked at all about uh, Silky, but I mean, I think a really fascinating episode when it comes to Silky. Um, oh, we, yeah, I really want to talk about that. Absolutely. Well, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's jump into this episode. So, uh, where do you want to start? Um, you know, I, uh, I, I know that we just spent a lot of time talking about Trinity, but I, I think is kind of a bookend to everything we just talked about with Trinity. When the episode starts, there's kind of mm. like, you almost think things are going to move in one direction and they don't, I think because of Trinity when it's like, oh, you picked Yara's lipstick as well. And like, you know, well, oh, we'll, and, and detective, detective love. Yes. Comes detective love. The Hewitt shows up to the scene with her little cabbie <laughs> love hat Hewitt. on. Um, yes. Detective love. Hewitt, Michelle Geller. Yeah, detective yeah. love. Hewitt, Michelle Geller is on the scene. It's like, mm, I'm not buying it. And it's like, uh, this is another situation where I'm like, no, I think, I think y'all are trying it editors, but I think Trinity's telling the truth. I think she's like, no, I really don't care that Yara picked my lipstick last week. I picked who I picked. It is what it is. I'm not upset about it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. and you know, to lean into the drama would be one kind of choice for an all-star season, right? To TKB to be like, oh, okay, you want conflict between me and Yara? But she was like, no, 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 no. That's not where I want to go with this. Right. She's kind of taking control of her own narrative. And it's like, you know what? Like, she wasn't working hard in the workroom. And I think that's disrespectful. That checks I, with Trinity. Yeah, Trinity, I feel like she plays the game the way I want to see it played, where it's like a real meritocracy, where it's like Jiggly tried really hard. And I feel like... Mm. Sure, Yara pulled something out, but like she didn't really try as hard. And it's, I thought that was an interesting way to play it. I, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, like just the fact that TKB, you know, in her confessional, she's like, these bitches are watching her every move, like, yeah. is very aware of that. But also, TKB is watching everyone's move. She becomes like, it's interesting, she's like the teacher's aide when Yara is in the classroom as a student, right? Because mm -hmm. she's, it seems like she has to kind of supervise Yara during the challenge. Like she knows that Yara is just a little wild and she's like, well, we just got to, you know, make sure that she stays on task and that she doesn't do anything too weird. Like I think TKB is kind of, she knows what to expect from Yara and that's why she voted for Yara because she's like, well, I'd rather have Jiggly in this workroom. Yeah, she's Miss Bonet. She comes from the Institute. She mm -hmm. is, she's, this is not the first school she's audited. And she looks Correct. at a student like Yara. She's like, no, I mean, I've seen this before. And, and uh, I saw more yeah, potential in, in uh, Miss Caliente. Correct. And, you know, it's not that she, you know, has anything bad to say about Yara, but she talks to Yara's teachers and you're like, and she's like, listen, this is a different energy. There's a, a the, you're, this student is being disserviced by the classrooms that you're putting her in. She needs she needs a little bit more care. Yeah. You know, it's I love that season 13 was just like a full on junior high. And now we've mm. gone into this like it's it's gotten deeper. Now we've gotten into like the fabric of like school and like education mm. and like yes. and like teaching styles. <laughs> oh, no, Mary. This oh, is an all stars I, I, metaphor. <laughs> Yes, yeah. So excuse us in advance, Marys. But any educational uh, people out there uh, probably get what we're talking about, yeah. right? That, you, that they all know. Yeah. They all know. Um, so yeah. So it is interesting that the episode kind of gives us that TKB storyline and then brings us to the moment where she actually got to pick. Do you think that she picked Silky? Who do you think she picked? 
Oh, and I was I couldn't remember if they showed us who she picked. But I'm sure we'll find out obviously next week. Of course. I don't know. My sense <laughs> she crossed out everybody's name and wrote Yara. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like I said but I said. Yeah. Um I told you I'd never forget. Um I I don't know. I uh I guess m- maybe the other the question would be if you were Trinity, Dare to Dream, would you have picked Acuria or Silky? Uh, well, to quote Pandora, everybody looked fucking great on the runway. Mm-hmm. And we all know runways don't really count. Um, so you have to go based on the challenge. And if I were to go based on the challenge, you know, we didn't see Acuria fuck up unless you were backstage, right? Because I know Acuria kind of got red because she kept messing up the lines or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to me... The weakest one was Silky because she just didn't do much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that it, if it just came down to the equalizer being the challenge, there was less of Silky. I think Akira, okay, so she messed up a line a few times. As Ross said, we've all been there. Uh, you know, Pobody's Nerfect, you know? Uh, and Jeez. so... <laughs> uh, and so I... Yeah, I, and and I don't know. I mean, it's tough because I have been feeling up to this point as a viewer, you know, oh man, I really like, I want to see more of a Curia. I'm rooting for a Curia. I, I, I wonder if how, if how she's going to fare this season, but after this episode, I mean, my heart just goes out to poor Miss Nutmeg Ganache. Cause I really feel like, Oh, I'm see I'm seeing Ugh. such an interesting narrative here that is saying so much about like coming back to all stars and like, dealing with a reputation and like being yourself and modifying to what other, all of that, all of that, that like drag race just like loves in terms of narratives, you know? I'm glad that they showed all of this uh, as part of Silky's narrative because, you know, we have her watching a tennis match when her group is working and we're just kind of seeing her like dimming herself and, you know, being way too aware of her fans. And then of course we get, we kind of get her her backstory right um, in the workroom. She talks about how she didn't get the love on her season, even though she made it to the top. I, I forget who said that uh, on the episode, but she made it to the top and didn't get any love. Mm-hmm. She she was get she's been getting in her head um, because she has something to prove. And I don't know. There's something that I can totally relate to about like dimming yourself so that you know, people like you at at the time back when her season aired season 11, like it was cool to hate on silky. She got, and she said this, she got it from promoters and colleagues like that sad face, Mary. Yeah. I, um, like I, I can see that. Like I can recognize that. I think it's a certain energy that could probably do a whole only Mary's on of like, what is it? How, How do you like, what is it about a certain personality where it's like, oh, it's cool to dislike that person? It's it, now, you know, what what becomes the like, what makes that bait? You know what I mean? And mm. and she certainly was. I felt like it was, you know, she was an easy target. And maybe some of the answers are obvious. It's like, well, right. you know, I mean, uh, in all of the ways, she is not, you know, conventionally what society, you know, approves of, uh, and you know defies it anyway so like that would be a natural response but i feel like i don't know uh 
I think that the show did her a disservice by keeping her around longer than she probably should have been around based on her runway looks. Because I remember from season 13, uh, season 11, it wasn't just that she was loud in the workroom and like did that weird stunt with Miley Cyrus and all that, but it was that her runways just weren't up to par and yet they kept her, right? They sent, um, a, after a meh lip sync, they sent Nina home mm-hmm. instead of Silky. And I think the show kind of did that disservice. And that's that's kind of where I think things started to fall apart for Silky. They kept her on too long. The show kept her on as the villain or as the punching bag. And, and for me, that's kind of how I see it. And she should have gone home sooner. And... That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that you know what I that mean. That if Silky had gone home sooner, would people have been like, would have they just left her the fuck alone? So it's like, well, I mean, how many queens th- have there been where it's like, yeah, she just ran out of steam, or her looks weren't up to snuff, or whatever it was, and right. and it is what it is. But then, that, yeah, that's that's so interesting that like, because Roxy got hate, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I think even Chichi was kind of getting a little bit mm-hmm. of it. During like, why are you three, still in this competition? Yeah. yeah. Right, um, right. People don't watch the show with compassion. Well, I mean, okay, so first of all, there's fans that watch the show because they're racist monsters, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. just, you know, and fat phobic and, like, you know, they they watch the show like that. But there are some people that watch the show, you know, because th- they just want the best to be on the show. They're watching it because they, they're like, well, I'm objectively, I don't think she should have stayed and yada, yada, yada. And if Silky stays on and is also kind of blowing herself up because nobody else is um, and kind of acting, quote unquote, arrogant, that's going to rub them the wrong way. And it's just going to spiral. So she's going to get hate from all of the hate mongers. And then she's going to kind of get hate from the people that are like, look, you you stuck around too long and you stole somebody's spot. So for me, that's the show kind of the the, the producer, the rigor Morris kind of doing that to the contestant and I'm glad that she was brought back on um you know we'll see what the twist is with her um and and you know if she gets to stay but she I I just a lot of people don't watch the show with compassion they watch it for entertainment and they forget that these you know characters are actually humans um and it's hard it's hard to block out opinions about you from as I think Raja said this right uh, block out opinions from you uh, or about you from someone who has never done drag and doesn't even know you um, it's it, that's easier said than done it's very hard to do that and I I with Silky and her storyline this episode I think it was sobering yeah I um you know I haven't really been watching the what you packins this this season but I did watch the one with Silky with Michelle and it's speaking of sobering, like it, I, it's it's worth a watch, I think, to kind of continue because you know these whatcha packings. Michelle is trying to have a nice eight minute Kiki, and I totally get it. Like that's the context of these, but it's not that Silky wasn't having it, but she was not. She was not down to have a, an easy conversation. Like I feel mm. like you know Michelle wanted to keep it positive, and Silky was like, "No, I'm actually like kind of disappointed. Like this is not how I wanted to." You know, I had more to show and, and not more to show you or more to show myself, but more to show like, you know, the the, you know, uh, fat, gay, queer kids out there who look up to someone mm. like me on television. I, I wish I was able to represent for them more. And I'm disappointed that I didn't. And, you know, uh, and just like the challenges of like, you know, she's like, I've 
before I was on this show, like I dealt with haters. Like I, I grew up, you know, black and gay in Mississippi. Like this is nothing new to me, but she said the, this odd that this, this fan base is, um, is different. She said, because in the past, you know, I'd get hate for different things I did or who I was, but like eventually just you do, you keep your head down, you do your thing and people just move on. And she said, but with this fan base, that doesn't happen. They just don't leave you the fuck alone. Um, I'm paraphrasing, Ugh. but uh, it just becomes, it's really worth watching because you can see there's moments where Michelle trying to turn it around, but by the end, like she's really just reduced to this point of like, I'm sorry this has happened to you. And like, Ugh. like there's, she doesn't have anything else to say. She, she can't. Right. And Silky's just keeping it real the whole time. It's great. It is so worth Amazing. watching. Um, Amazing. To really see the impact, you know? Yeah. I, I, I hope this show is something of a redemption for her, or at least the start of it, that people can watch this episode and see, and then even the Whatcha Packin', and and grow some, just grow some compassion for this person, um, because she looked adorable in the workroom. We're not going to get any more black and white polka dot jumpsuits. I mean, think about that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I honestly, I certainly, you know, I'm sure I was. Uh, I'm sure I was a dick about her at some point when we when we did season eleven, whatever season it was, season mm. eleven. I'm sure I yeah. Well, we loved her coming in, and then it was uh, the, yeah. You know, she dominated the show too much. We right. You know, we we wanted to see more Nina West, right? We wanted to see some of these other characters, um, and we weren't getting that. Yeah. Um, and be- because of Silky's energy, I think yeah. seeing the other side of that, and like I think her saying this episode, like. I had a vision for how I wanted to look and how I wanted to be perceived. And I thought, Oh, like that's the recipe for disaster. But yeah, but I completely understand why you would have that, why you'd be coming back into this walking on eggshells. And Mm. I think, I mean, granted, you know, Marys who are only Marys know what the twist is. We just put out our, our episodes. So if you do want to know what the twist is, you can either email us or, you know, what a great opportunity to become an only Mary at patreon.com slash. All right, Mary. But I don't know when that twist gets revealed, but I hope or I think that so far from what we saw this episode and Untucked, I feel like Silky's the comeback kid. I feel like that's the one that's maybe the one so far that I'm most rooting for to come back and get more opportunities. Out of the three that went home so far? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think. Over Jiggly, yeah. I yeah. mean, I love Jiggly. Yeah, but it just, but you know. The Stilky story here, you know. It's a little more impactful, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I agree. Um, so, Stilky, you know, I um, I would love to just, because it, it was such a, a point of conversation between episodes, but I'd love to just mention, if we can move on from Silky, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Scarlet Envy. Uh, there were... Oh, many. Yes. So I think there is a consensus that it's Alicia Silverstone. But I have to I I I just want to shout out to Sister Mary Ritchie for a young Brooke Shields. I I saw a couple young Brooke Shields. Yes, I got a few of those. Absolutely. And then a a really deep cut. uh, Sister Mary James uh, said Kurt Russell in drag as seen in Tango and Cash. It's like, huh? Okay, that's a deep cut, and I'm here for it. We're yeah. here for it. I think very deep cut, right? But the one that I've landed on that I gasped when I read this, Mary, I, I, I know Alicia Silverstone is what more well known. It's a little younger. It's our age bracket, whatever. But Mary, more than Alicia Silverstone, I am now Scarlet Envy. Looks like a young Anne Margaret. Okay, I am. 
I'm not. Bye bye, Birdie uh-huh, and Margaret. Uh-huh. I'm looking up. I mean, I. Sister Mary Dizdiz, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. This is this is it. I want to see her do a telephone hour. Uh-huh. Um, uh, bye bye, Birdie. Like like the Anne Margaretness of Scarlet Envy is impeccable. It's amazing. Yeah, I do see it. I definitely see it. I think it's. Uh, I mean, I think it's hair. It, yeah, I think there's a blend. I think there's some. I think depending of whether it's in of in drag or out of drag. I think um, Anne Margaret, Alicia Silverstone. I think maybe not so much resemblance in appearance, but in energy. There's like um, there's like a there's like a, an essence of Karen Black when she's in drag. There's like an there's a kooky, campy like witchy lady energy. That just a sprinkle, just mm. a little sprinkle, just to kind of like. Like, I think we really saw it this week, even in the challenge, where it's like, Scarlet doesn't just do, like, beautiful. She does, like, beautiful and a little crazy, you know? Yeah, um, she does, like, a little witch. Yeah, 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 and that's where the Karen Black comes in for me. But, uh... I love that you're... Oh, God. Yeah, Karen Black. Oh, my God. I just I just Googled Yeah, her. <laughs> she, it's just, like, an, an essence of, you know? Um, mm. But, yeah, so I, uh... I'm just glad we got a resolution on that. Uh, yes, so the Brooke, young Brooke Shields and Margaret, Alicia Silverstone. Um, I have another one while we're on the topic. I was Googling like crazy, and I can't figure it out. I know we have a lot of fashion Marys out there. Who is Yara Sophia looking like with that hat and the glasses? Who is the fashion photographer that she looks like? Who is that? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you, have you seen him? I, I know that look. I have, I, yes, I know. I have Googling seen him. And I have been finding none of what I want. Um, but I know that there are just like, you know, fashion Marys. Help me out. Who? It's that guy. He wears the glass. He wears that kind of hat, that sort of fetishy hat. Uh, yeah. And, like and you know, Italian. I don't want to say that. Right. I don't want to say the wrong name because I, you know, I, I don't want to step in that fashion mud pool. Sure. But, uh, but there. Yeah. It's that guy. That guy. And, and I'm sure I'm. Mixing him up with like Patrick de Marchelier uh-huh. with you know Yves Saint Laurent mm-hmm. or who was it you know I think we need a jacket here um I yeah I have no idea uh, what the name is but you're right it is a fashiony guy that like shows up on the set of the fashion shoot yeah you know? and he would show up in those I don't know if you ever saw they would show up on I think E in the nineties but it was like fashion TV it would be these like half hour um, variety shows about different like fashion shows around the country and like you know you know about different models but there'd be some like mm. oh some shoot with him and he'd have some big camera and be like oh bella bellissimo and he'd be taking pictures of some model and he's just like so tan anyway mary's if you know who it is you know who it is at this point but i just googled frantically for like eight and a half minutes and i didn't find anything mary what do you think about pandora uh, there's uh, I, there's been a lot on the interwebs. Ugh, I hate when people say interwebs. That I just said it. But you did um, it. about how how she's kind of pissed about her invisible edit. Uh, uh, that she's like not getting much. She's like an extra on this season. I mean, you know, I certainly we saw that last week. You know, where you know she didn't have any talking heads. I think she had one talking head this week which was interesting because the sense i got was that she was really the driving force for her team yeah and she wrote that commercial yeah Yeah. and it like kind of made sense to me i felt like she was really like a creative consultant on that team because 
I think what was lacking on the other teams was the was the the sense that someone like Pandora has of like we need to make it quick and and mm-hmm. commercially and we need to make like references and we need to make it like recognizable in some way whereas I felt the other two didn't have that same point of view and yet for someone who had so much impact on the challenge uh yeah I I don't know what to make of the fact that she's um she's the candy hoe of All-Stars 6 there's, you know, because you look at her team even, and man, to go up against a Trinity energy, a Raja energy, and a Yara energy. Meanwhile, Pandora's like a funny comedian. It was just interesting to see how she acted in this challenge because she was definitely the quote unquote straight man. Mm-hmm. She didn't, mm-hmm. she didn't take any of the funniness, and she will shine when she gets to be funny, and she just hasn't done that for herself yet. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, she doesn't have, she didn't have any of the bits in that, in that commercial, the way that everybody else did. Like everybody else, but she was always kind of the Sally Struthers of the of the commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, I feel like that just kind of. It, I'll be interested to see next week with the this like you know Super Bowl halftime show thing what she does because I feel like she's it almost felt a little bit like what Silky was doing of like, Oh, I'm, you know, I don't want to, I'm not taking the showiest role. I'm not the biggest personality in the group, which I don't think is Pandora's intention. And it's probably some of the edit, but she is feeling like someone who's kind of hiding in the back. I'm not seeing her now going to the top three. Yeah. It's a, I can't, I can't put my finger on what's going on with her. I mean, um, but again, a lot of this, when I say with her, I mean with like, the way her character is showing up this on this television show, you know? Um, yeah. Oh no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like what they're, what they're promoting right, for her. Right. For sure. Yeah. She's uh, it's, she's just an interesting one to watch or quote unquote, not watch, um, you know, uh, because she's not, she's just not being featured the way that others are. And, you know, I know we've said in the past, like, Oh, she'll just be featured later, which is probably true. Um, and I, but, her reaction on Twitter is just very interesting how she's just like, Oh, another episode of me not being in the episode. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know if that's the way I would react girl. Yeah. You know? She, and she had a tweet that she quickly deleted after like the first or the, after the first two episodes where she was like, you know, and she tagged world of wonder and RuPaul's drag race oh, about fuck. how she was the only entrance. Um, Oh, to be, that got a shady, that had a yeah. shady insult and like, well, you know, mm-hmm. way to be consistent, RuPaul's Drag Race. And then, oh. yeah, then she tweeted about because I, I heard she she said someone tweeted to us about it. But others have said I'd heard this as well from other places that like the queens didn't pick their redemption looks. And she tweeted like this wasn't I didn't pick this look, but, you know. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's I mean, maybe we move into that because I think that's an interesting topic that like they didn't pick which looks to do a redemption look on. And so, so weird. I found that to be really interesting, especially when it came to promo looks, because my understanding mm. is you don't pick your promo look often. They like, I, I get this. I got the sense that they put Trinity in that dress. So I don't know what she was redeeming, you know? Right. Or told her what color and, you know, Jan. Oh, well, no, Jan did her entrance look. Who was the other promo look? Oh, it was Yara. Yara, which I was like, they definitely put her in that. Like that was season three, for God's sake. So, wow. Um, wow. It was just so strange to me. Of like, oh, you know, 
or even like when the end with the entrance looks where it's like here uh, redeem this look that you didn't get judged on, but we're right. We, right. You should feel you need to redeem this. Like, did Jan need to redeem that look? Not if no. This was the and, and, and Mary, like, I don't know. Like the poor girl, she just she made it a dress. And I mean, she looked great, and it was elevated. Let's play some basketball, right? Right. But it was uh, it's just such an odd challenge. I mean, the one that I think benefited the most uh by the choice i would say would be akiria or raja yeah i i agree i think akiria looked great i think raja looked great i think scarlet well they all look great but i mean like it's an easier challenge to like take that type of you know runway topic and make something huge you know I didn't love all of the looks in terms of the, do they all look great? I didn't love all, I didn't think all of them were as successful as say a Curia. Well, one of them or yeah, Scarlet, yeah. I thought was incredible. I thought she looked so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately for Pandora, I was, I, she looks good. I just, I feel so, I feel like I'm picking on Pandora I and I, I want her to do so. <laughs> it didn't, I, it, uh, it didn't work for me. It didn't. I think no. I may have liked the original on all me. stars yeah. one better. Um, wow. I don't think um, Pandora needed to change her yeah. costume, change it around. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, interesting, because yes, that was that same episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Ginger's was great. I love Ginger's. You did? Uh, you love those silver- ruched pants? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the silver bodysuit with the crown on her head. I thought she looked great. I think... I think from as, as I looked from head down to toe, I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Okay, I don't love oh. this as much anymore. Uh, I, the pants just, I was with Michelle. I I thought the I thought the neck up, maybe even the boobs up was great. And then it, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, just Ginger, you know, she's, I'm trying to think if there's any like looks that she's ever had where I've been like, oh my God. Um, like she's not a queen, and this doesn't this sounds shady. She's she's not a queen. I think of as a, like a looks queen first. When I think of like Ginger really excelling on Drag Race, I think more of performances than I think of runways. Yeah, I totally agree. Right? I mean, her her John Waters, uh-huh. her uh, Glamazonian Airways, mm-hmm. like Ginger. Ginger's a performer for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the runway is second. I think we like queens often. That are performance first and runway second, mm-hmm. right? Because the runway, you know, you look at for three seconds and then it, you know, it's done. I mean, sure, there's there like you have a Sasha Valor who can have a breathtaking runway, or you know, uh, Anjali Anong. It's mm-hmm. just like what uh, I can't stop looking at this. I can't stop thinking about this. And I I want to say the same about Trinity K. Bonet. Some of her looks too, but uh, I I love that I just completely contradicted myself. But um, you know, and I I thought uh, Raja's was great. Um, it was elevated. I remember though on that episode that I didn't that I liked her farm to runway look. I liked the pants. Yeah, I feel like I remember being like oh oh you guys don't like the pants when they got to the critiques but uh yeah i thought she looked great this episode i i think that raj o'hara's you know redemption arc just continues to move up and to the right so you know mm-hmm. good on you raja mm. what did you think of kylie's uh i yeah yeah i i think that this was i think um yeah, I. Yeah, it just didn't. This was this was not necessarily her week, not that she should have been in the bottom, but I think it was like, 
she didn't really jump out to me on the runway. She didn't really jump out to me in the challenge. I think she had one talking head. Like, it just really wasn't her episode, you know? Yeah. Did, uh, yeah. I mean, the, again, runways on All Stars are just, I don't know. It's just a show. They have to really, really pop. Yeah, yeah it's a show. It's a show. Um, in terms of the challenge, Mary, uh, there's some little nuanced moments that I want to talk about. Uh, when Jan's team was rehearsing, and, you know, there were all of these scenes that they were filming and Ross makes the, when's the skydiving scene? Um, I love how he asks, like, is it going to fit? And then Jan has this quick as fuck mm-hmm. with poppers. Mm-hmm. Did you catch this? Of course. Ah. Of course. I was. I thought, there you go, Jan, finding some moments this season to pop and, you know, make an impression. <laughs> and I got to say, uh, like moving over to Scarlett's team. When she said three easy payments of your firstborn, firstborn, I thought that was that's just a hilarious dead baby joke. Right, right. It was just kind of exactly like I th- you send your debt, you send your firstborn in three installments. Right, <laughs> meaning you have to cut it up. Right? Yeah, like that's I, I got a it. grotesque dead baby joke, and I love that Michelle was like, "Oh no, 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 we're not going there." And for mm-hmm. Scarlett to just have the wherewithal to be like, "Well, you're the director. Let's do that." Like, okay. I, she didn't want to explain a dead baby joke, or maybe they cut it out. <laughs> yeah, I uh, and and eventually, Eureka had the line, so they definitely made some changes that we didn't see. Yeah, uh, right. I did feel right. like the Exorcist that was, and I think they maybe they said this in the Untucked. It was a little bit more of an SNL skit than it was a commercial. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. where Fix It Bitch was also like really smart, and like though the, all of the beats played like a commercial. Whereas yes. the others, it was a little bit more of like a, a, a sketch. It did seem like a sketch uh, that happened to have a phone number at the end. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I, I yeah. think. You... But they were very funny. I mean, I got to say, Kylie and Scarlett were an amazing little pair. I think they were a great pair. I think this was an example of where I really saw like, oh, on like, it's worth a second look of Scarlett's nuance. Mm-hmm. The new she won. She won her acting challenge. Yeah, do you remember that? Uh, yeah. What was it? That um, the Get Out. It was. She was a host, right? Or no? What was? Oh, she did win Get Out. Yeah. Did she win that? Yeah. Uh, well, what was the one when she got the? Uh, no, she didn't win Get Out. Maybe she did. Let's look it up because she. I know that she won an acting challenge early. Then that would have uh, been. You know. Yeah. What I mean? uh, it was the Get Out challenge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, she is. I think she's a great actress. I think that she. There's just watching this. I was like, there's just there's an Elvira y nuance here that that Kylie isn't tapping mm. into that Scarlett's got. Like it's it's just a richer flavor profile, you know. Mm. Uh, and I just I'm I'm very excited for Snatch Game or another acting opportunity to see Scarlett like this because it's just she's. You know, I mean, the Trump rusical. She's my favorite part. I always, the only thing I remember from that rusical <laughs> yeah. is her is her Betsy DeVos, and she doesn't even have a song. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember that. Uh, when did she? She went home. She was like sixth, right? When did what episode did she did she make it to Snatch Game? Uh, oh no, she went home on uh, Drag Olympics. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. That's um, she did not make it to snatch game. Yeah, she went to drag Olympics. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, she lip synced against Raja O'Hara, and everybody thought that 
Raja maybe shouldn't have won. Right. right? Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. And then there was some, because like, they were like, oh, and I had a pair of scissors and I cut myself out of the dress. And I was like, you're talking about that like that's something I should remember. So much has happened that, like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that, that's basically pre 9 11 as far as I'm concerned. So, it's so long ago. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Season 11. Jesus. Um, yeah. The So these challenges, uh, I guess. I mean, Fix It Bitch was, I mean, when Yara said, I laughed out loud, there's so much meat in here, I could make a sandwich. Like, I was RuPaul in that moment. Um, and I love that Trinity became this, you know, the foil to uh-huh. everything. Yeah, yeah, which is like, I feel fabulous. Like, it was a, it was smart to have somebody else play a different note. I was worried yes. that the judges were going to call that out as like, well... You're trying to sell the product. Like, you like the smell of beaver, uh, Kenya. You know, right, like, I was right, worried right, about right, that. Right, right. Um, you like the way it smells. Yeah, I could see that. But, I could see that. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, did you, did, did you also get that when RuPaul announced the winner, that the queens kind of took a moment before celebrating? Did you hear that? Or is that just me? On stage when, when RuPaul announced that Trinity had won? Yes. Um, I I'll watch it again because that moment is really interesting. I guess I was more just focused on Trinity's very pained look. I mean, it was. Uh, oh God! It reminded me. Oh my God! It was so, I have no words. Oh, it, it, it yeah. reminded me a little bit of Drag Race Down Under when spoilers, but too late, baby. Uh, when Kita beats Electra in the lip sync, and she has that like shameful mm. look on her face when RuPaul tells her mm. that she's won. Uh, the, just the 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 complex emotional face journey of Trinity K. Bonet winning this challenge was just, it was so real. It wasn't fake. I think that's what just stands out to me is so many times those emotional reactions are so performative. And I was like, this is, this is so real. I just don't think she's faking this, you know? She didn't expect it. And I don't think she felt that she even kind of deserved it in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, because maybe she realized she deserved it later. But, um, I, I, you know, the winner of this challenge could have gone to her or Raja. I thought Raja was very funny. I agree. And the other one that totally stole the scene was Ginger. Ginger was so funny. Yeah. She's just good at this stuff. You know? Ginger was really if – they, if they judged individually, I think that Ginger would have had a good chance. But I'm uh, – I'm glad Trinity won. I think it, it. I think it was great. I think that, um, you know. I but I I do wonder, you know. And I wonder if we'll see any of this next week. It's like I wonder about Pandora. I wonder how much she feels like. Man, I you know, uh, I put so much work into this dinner, and Trinity, it's like you know, shake and bake, and I helped. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if Pandora is mm-hmm. going to feel like she's partially responsible for that win, but she's not getting recognized. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see what happens. What's the challenge next week? It's this halftime Super Bowl halftime show that they're putting on. Um, Don't you think that's like Jan's wheelhouse, though? Like, I feel like she's well. That's what they're just setting primed up. and ready for this. That's. I mean, that's what they're setting up. I mean, we we already saw RuPaul telling Jan like. Don't be afraid of the funk, like, and and Ross saying mm-hmm. to Jan like, you have to find those moments to stand out, and I think next week is either going to be Jan takes the opportunity, seizes it, and wins, or they just continue to dog fill her. Oh, she better win. Um, it's Well, if if I'm going to pick the challenge winner next week, it's either going to be Jan 
or Eureka? I think Eureka's getting ready for a win. Yeah, I don't know. I um, I mean, yeah. It, I guess it depends on what their performance is going to be. You know, like if it's going to be just like if it's just choreography. I mean, then it's like, well, what about Akira? You know, um, right, right. You're absolutely right. So yeah, yeah. It looked like Trinity did very well with you know uh, Uncle Jamal. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. It's uh, Jamal the, Sims next week. Oh, uh, oh my God! All my issues fuck. are going to come up. Yeah, all my all my daddy <laughs> issues are going to come right to the surface. All episode. <laughs> um, yeah, the we'll, we'll see what happens. I I I'm worried for Pandora. I'm worried for Akira, who was in the bottom this week for no good reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I I felt like they. She was again this edit. they needed Ugh. someone else to be in the bottom and she was the closest to it and there was a narrative there of because they're close and you know and Akira gave them some good dramatic moments. I mean she was uh except for that part where she lost herself and had a great time during the lip sync. Akira <laughs> was having a terrible time towards the tail end of this episode. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you watch Untucked? I did, yes. I love that Raja kind of gave that moment for Akira and Silky. Yes. Um, uh-huh. Because, I, I, you know, when you think about, when you think back to the top four of season 11, right? Like, Vanjie and Brooklyn Heights dominated the end of that season with their stupid love story. And Silky's edit was obviously very distracting because, you know, she probably should have gone home a little earlier. Um, and then Evie's story, uh, you know, with her illness and then also just doing a different type of drag... I feel like all of that kind of outshined all of the work that Akira did all season. Absolutely. I I mean, I think we had talked about that a little bit earlier this season that like Akira, she's, she's, you know, it can be quick to forget about her because of Evie and Brooklyn and Silky and then even Vanjie just being these yeah. bigger stories, these bigger personalities. But if you look at the season, like Akira had – she won challenges. She had great runways. She had great lip sync. She had great moments in the workroom. I mean, like down the line, she put on a great show all season and it just got looked over. And, you know, uh, I, I thought that everything that Raja said in that little speech was, was spot on. Yeah. And I'm glad that they showed the Raja and Scarlet heart to heart. I wish that was put on the main episode. Mm. Cause I think people are, people are missing untucked because it's kind of, tucked into uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah. And it's also an all-star season, and it's like, what are you really going to show? But that that whole kind of confession to Scarlett of like, look, I was I was projecting. Like, I, like just having that heart-to-heart and then them seeing a second chance at friendship um, would have been nice to see on the main episode. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it on the main episode later in the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's certainly efforts to... There seems to be a lot of... Certainly this episode and maybe continuing through the season, a lot of efforts to use this All-Stars platform as also an opportunity to show, like, this is what happens after a regular season of Drag Race. Like, this is... You know, these are this is the dark side of being on Drag Race. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, and I think... I mean, it's... The people who troll, none of this is going to resonate with, but there's probably some people, even myself, who I thought, oh, I'm a kind of compassionate watcher, had a different, greater sense of compassion for Silky after this episode. So there's a value in what they're doing, but it's not yeah. a, it's not going to stop the worst of it, probably, you know? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's how this world has woven itself on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so anonymous and so just um, toxic. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 just more reason to not not be on there. Or as you know, RuPaul or who was it, Raven? Don't read the comments. Um, God, talk about a problematic queen. But uh, yeah, no, like don't read the comments because they're never good. Um, they're always performing something else. They're always trying to make a joke, you know, something like that. Yeah. But. Well, as the as the Reverend Doctor Silky Nutmeg Ganache told us in a very emotional exit, be the drummer or no, be the pe- be the peacemaker, not the drummer. Uh, uh, that that was I was like, okay, that this is, you know, you're coming for BSA of the week. I think we all know who the BSA of the week is. Uh, Lagandra Estranja, mm-hmm. but I mean Trinity is more of the lead of the episode. You know what I mean? Like it's not, for it's sure, so much oh, more no, than yeah, BSA. No, 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 no. I, uh, say no more. Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely. figured. Yeah, yeah, same page. The B, the the obvious BSA is Laganja, but um, Silky. No, Silky for sure. Silky. She had yeah. great great moments in the workroom. She was featured in the confessionals. I think uh, TKB had the most confessionals and then Silky was right behind. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it just makes sense. She, uh, yeah. Be the drummer, be the peacemaker, not the drummer. That is a huge statement. Like there is a, 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 a sermon, a five minute sermon that comes after that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she wanted to go on and just, you know, lead a homily for a few minutes, I would have been fine with that. This could have been a super, you know, an extra long episode of drag race, but uh, There's some drag race girls that should should listen to this advice. If I'm being honest, absolutely, yeah, parumpa pum pum girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't drum up that drummer, yeah. you know, or that don't drum up that drama. You know, put your sticks down. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I don't I think that's it. I was Mary. gonna say. I mean, all I have left is a Gloria Stefan joke about loving to hear that percussion. You know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes. I have a beady beady bum bum, but that's more of a heartbeat. Yeah, you know? that's more of a heartbeat. Yeah. And uh... <laughs> Selena's die. Yeah. Um, Mary's Mary's out there. Uh, if you have any thoughts on episode three side hustles of All Star Six, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary podcast at Gmail dot com or on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can also find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. Uh, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also one And of course, you can get more of me on my other podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of supporting actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including, yes, folks, a trip to the Jersey Shore for the next few weeks on our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash allrightmary. We're going to the Jersey Shore, bitch. That's right. And I'm going to rip the fucking heads off. After I fuck them. After I have sex with a guy, I will rip their heads off. Heads off. Um, Mary's, we have a last chance lip sync this week that I, I don't like this song, but I don't either. It might be a funny one. It might be a funny one to <laughs> to do on on stage. Mary, what is it? I insisted on it, and so it's my fault. I'm sure someone listening might think after last week that it might need to be a Janet Jackson song, but the 
The less we navigate those waters, the better. I stand by everything I said. So this week... I cannot believe you. I can't... This is violence. This is terrible. This is awful. Yeah. You, you, no, no, I will not stand for this. Yeah. I will not, Mary. Mary, Mary's that reached out. Thank you so much for the validation. We need to keep this positive energy around Janet Jackson's songs alive and especially together again. But go on, Mary. Well, uh, not to be nasty, but... Uh, so I'm going to take control of this conversation. So instead, oh in honor of our best, uh, best supporting actress of the I week. I get so lonely out on this limb, Mary. Uh, Go ahead. If you only Go knew. Ahead. So I, uh, in honor of our best supporting actress, our BSA of the week, Laganja Extranja, uh, our last chance lip sync this week is the incredibly Caucasian song, She's So High by Tal Bachman. Oh my God, that's his name? Yeah, girl. Oh God. Okay. Well, enjoy enjoy this uh, high yeah. note that we're ending on, Mary. <laughs> Tatines. She's touch, smell, sight, taste, and sound. But somehow I can't believe that anything should happen. I know where I belong, and nothing's gonna happen. 